This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. No start. Go for it. No, you always start. Okay, okay. What's going on? It's the Lone Lobo Show. I'm Sholo Mighty Duenya, one half of your water drinking, um, hydrated half, Sholo Mighty Duenya. I'm the already hydrated half. I didn't need more water. That's I'm a, already salubriously hydrated. That's a lot. I am Jacob's Cut Thomas Bertrand. Yeah, dude, my skin's moisturized. I feel good. Welcome. Is your skin really moisturized? Yeah, I use moisturizer every day. I even use a it's called like an oodalizer or an ultimizer. Oodalizer? It's in my bag. After this, I'll look for it and I'll show you guys. Can you pass me my oodalizer? It's Shiseido. Okay. What does the oodalizer do? The oodalizer? It's like, oh, fuck. It's not called oodalizer. It's it's something similar. It's in a red bottle. It's got like a tiger on it. I think it's called ultimate. Maybe it's called ultimate. Yeah, whatever. Mine's got a curved cap. Okay. All right. Should I just go get it? No. No, no, no. It's sure, okay. go get it, bro. Oh, yeah. At this rate. I'll show you. <laughs> I could use some, actually. Yeah. I need could. to be, I, I could use an Udalizer refreshment right now. The pod definitely wants to know your skincare routine. It's very important for men to have a skincare routine. Yeah. And women. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Are you saying that you're just assuming that all women have a skincare routine by default? <laughs> I know more men who don't have a skincare routine, so. <laughs> This is my Oribe Priming Lotion Leave-In Conditioner. Okay. Wait. Okay. Is it a priming this lotion? My Shiseido Men. You're that man. <laughs> man face cleanser. Okay. We yeah. don't need all of them. I just want the one that you were saying. Yeah. Okay. Dude, is that a... Ultimune. That's what it's called. Ultimune. Dude, you got the... <laughs> Back, bro. <laughs> what is that? What is that, bro? Let me see this. Oh, shit. It is nice, right? All right. Yeah, you need to clean these. This is. No, it has. This stuff leaks sometimes. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, can we look up what this does? The Ultimune. Ultimune. She said Ultimune. Angel Chen Limited Edition. Dude. Right? Limit- Dude, it's sick. Look at this fucking tiger. It's a potent antioxidant face serum with a lightweight formula that visibly reduces signs of aging, amplifies hydration. I feel hydrated. And boosts radiance in three days. People people tell me I'm very radiant. Yeah. I get that all the time. How many days have you been using this? Uh, Probably for like, dude, that one thing has lasted me like probably a year. 
All right, Shiseido, if you'd like to contact the podcast, is hello at lonelobos.com. Dude, I, lo- I love Shiseido. They're the only thing I use. Also, because I can get it at duty free and it makes me feel like I'm getting a deal. For the 110? What? For the 110? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, next to the Golden Dragon in Chinatown, there's one of these joints right here. That was one way to start the pod with with <laughs> with Shiseido talk. Thanks for oh cash. Can I? I brought this thing into the podcast. Can I show you what it is? Okay, yeah. You want to show us? The I pod? I won this. I went to a card tournament for Flesh and Blood in Vegas, and I won a lot of tickets. Okay. And this is what I got with my prize. Are you guys ready? Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. You close your eyes. Okay, our eyes are closed. Are you gonna put it somewhere up in the set? Or are you gonna? Okay. My eyes are not closed. Wait, my eyes are the only ones closed? Yeah. <laughs> okay, see so if you can find it. See if I can find it? On the set. <laughs> Whoa, ooh, that's a nice one. Okay, so it was a card. We did guess correctly. Enlightened Strike. Do you want to tell us what this is? This is pretty sick. Dude, it's like sick, right? It, yeah. Um, it is like my favorite card in Flesh and Blood. I have it in almost every single one of my decks. It's dope. Can you tell us who that is in the lore? Uh... I actually have no idea who that is. I don't oh, even think it's. I don't think it's like gosh. a person. It is a majestic card. Like it's a really good card. It's just super good because it's a crazy Dude, flexible this card. Is sick. Yeah. Right. Isn't it dope? And this is a good card too. This is a really good card. Shout out Adolfo Navarro for yeah. doing the art. He makes life. a lot of really good cards. Dude, sick. Now we have our first our first card. I'm surprised it wasn't a magic one, but it's a flesh and blood one. There will be a magic one. The magic one will come soon. There, there's a lot of glare on it, so we can't really see it. Oh, ah, okay. So this may be. Try flat. Do you want to put it flat up against this oh, in that corner so that we can see it? Yeah, put it, put it. Um, oh, that, yeah, still glare. Put it, yeah, like in the corner. On, yeah, on that, yeah, right there. Dude, how, so how did you get this? You, you wait, you. How many tickets did this cost? Two thousand five hundred. Dude, that's crazy. This is one of the big ticket items, I assume, right? Oh, they don't sorry, even. This, this one's three thousand. This one's three thousand. In. They don't even really let you buy these in Magic. They make no, these no, for you, Magic, and you can't buy them. Yeah, you, you have to win tickets to, in Magic too. Wow. Yeah, it's like you do um, like little side events and stuff, and uh, um, you get like forty tickets per win on some of them. Sometimes you get like eighty tickets per win. So what's the long game with three floating? What are you guys? What are you guys looking to do? You guys were just at the Nationals in the Vegas. yearly tournament in Vegas. The big, the big end of the year championship you went did any of you guys perform outstanding um i started off goaded i started off three and oh and then just lost every game okay okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah so where do you what do you guys want to do with with that how serious are you and your boys what what is the yeah what are you i like the game <laughs> yeah i like the game i like playing the game uh Doing this channel, like, we just do, like, little gameplay videos. Mm-hmm. We'll meet, like, once a month and, like, play a game. And then Aiden, my friend, will edit it. Um, but how do you guys all meet up and play if it's not a, if it's a two-player game? We'll do multiple games in a oh, day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. We'll, do multiple, we'll do multiple games in a day. Shoot an episode. Aiden usually edits everything. And then we put it out. <sighs> and I don't want to say we're the biggest Flesh and Blood channel, but, okay. you know, we're up there. Okay. But it's cool, like, people coming up to us this weekend, like, oh, my God, people from Three Floating, they've never seen Well, They're like, wow, I learned how to play because of you guys. Like, that's so cool. Oh, my God. And it's weird to have, like, a small impact in, like, this even more niche community. And Um, you get a sick-ass card for it, Dude, I get a sick-ass card for it. It gets to meet a lot of really cool people. 
also most of the top players are just fucking geniuses. Uh. So it's really fun to hang out just these insanely smart people. Um, what was the number one prize? Uh, I actually don't know how much the number one prize. I, n- I never, cash. I never really. Yeah, it's all cash. I know last last year at Worlds, it was like a hundred grand. Was like wait, the, so there's nationals and then there's Worlds. When is Worlds? Worlds is in November in Barcelona, and I'm going. Oh my! That's gosh. the cool part about Flesh and Blood is like you know all these tournaments that happen around. Like I'm going to Dallas in a little bit. Like going to Barcelona for Worlds. Like it's sick. Like you get to go all around. It's kind of like for Magic. Like I'm going to different yeah. like Magic cons and stuff. Um, it's fun. It's just sick, and I love card games. Yeah, take that, Dad! All those years you told me those card games were stupid. Now I'm going to Barcelona for it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to Barcelona, and then, but you didn't. You don't tell us about Barcelona. What do you mean? You didn't say anything about Barcelona. Yeah, I did. What are you talking about? No, it got cut out of the pod. <laughs> tell us about this hat and these glasses. Oh yeah, so um, just driving to. I drove to Vegas. Okay. Um, I just wanted to, I don't know, I haven't road trip to Vegas in a while, and it's not that bad of a drive, so. Um, haven't driven my car in a while, so I was like, oh, I want to do a road trip. And I just forgot sunglasses, so just the first gas station I stopped at, these are the goofiest looking glasses that I could find. So, you know. They don't, you kind of look, remind me of Frozone. Frozone? Oh, I'll take that. His glasses. Where is my super suit? Yeah. What? Kind of. At the beginning there, it sounded a little like Bill Cosby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where is my super suit? Anyways, yeah. okay. And the uh, hats? The hat, uh, my friend Aiden just bought it for me as a joke at the gas station. Okay, yeah. And I thought it looked funny, so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll rep America. It's an interesting hat. Yeah, but everyone yeah, yeah. loved it. I loved walking through the... Every time I go to the casinos, I get carded every single time. Um, just because I look super young. Mm-hmm. But this time I thought because if I was wearing like a funny hat and glasses, they would just think I'm older. I don't know why. I just thought, like, oh, my, my face is more covered up. Okay. <laughs> <And> the <laughs> last okay. night, <laughs> last night we were uh, playing blackjack, and our uh, uh, dealer's name was Mary Lou. Okay. She was this really sweet older woman, and I sit down to start playing, and she's like, "What? Are you 21?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm 21." I was like, "You, Did you have these my- glasses on?" I had these glasses and this hat on. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm 21. Like, you want to see my ID? She's like, yeah. I was like, you better say I like fucking beautiful because of, you know, I'm way older than 21. And uh, she opens my, or looks at my ID. Shahido. Yes, yeah, so it's just Uh She opens my thing and she, she just goes, what the fuck? You look 16. Oh, like, oh, I'm so sorry for cursing. Like, oh my God. And oh, she okay. genuinely was like so surprised at how young I looked. So I was like, this happens to you often. This happens to me a lot, but you don't like it. When you're at the airport, you got angry. Someone. Well, yeah, because I got kicked out of a bar. That was stupid. That was so. That was so stupid. I was twenty one. He was like, I don't accept this. I was like, Well, the fucking cops do. So why don't you? You drink chocolate milk at, at the bar. bar. Yeah. What and is? I don't get why people have a problem with chocolate milk. Chocolate milk is not a young person thing. I think it, it's a distinguished. But that's thing. like. But Puss in Boots ordered chocolate milk at the bar as well. You're, you're <laughs> I will say Puss in Boots is a fucking badass. Yeah, I think chocolate milk is character. a young person thing. <laughs> Really? They literally yeah. serve it to children yeah, in schools. Yeah, chocolate milk is definitely a, a little person's thing. Google <laughs> Michael Phelps chocolate milk. Michael Phelps, this is what my mom told me. Are about. you asking us or the audience? Because right, I can't see your eyeline. Oh, yeah. Who are you staring at? <laughs> yeah. well, Who like are you looking at? Yeah, I like that you guys Google. don't know. Google Michael Phelps chocolate milk. I'm pretty okay. sure after okay, every workout, Michael Phelps drinks a glass. Of chocolate milk. Oh, one glass of okay. one glass of chocolate. So then, milk. what reason do the you protein, have? You are not a 
professional Olympian swimmer. But I have like Olympic level genes. Okay. So I need the same amount of. Wait, and this is 2004. How old was Michael Phelps in 2004? He was a Look child. at that. <laughs> Olympic gold medalist Michael Phelps drank chocolate milk after swim sessions in the 2004 Olympics, helping to subtly promote the refreshment as a refueling wonder for sports other than just running or weightlifting. See? So he was, it was just an ad? He was just. No, it wasn't an ad. He, or even if it was an ad, this Olympian was drinking chocolate milk, and he has a lot. Look at Michael. And Phelps. he got, and he got your mom's dollar. Yep. Okay, that was like 19 years ago. So that yeah, that means... was 20 years ago. Backwards. Yeah, and so chocolate milk has okay, probably he only gotten better. He since was then. like in in college. Yeah, he was still really good at swimming in college. So he was still a kid. <laughs> You're not. I think we should just Google is chocolate milk for kids. And then okay, yeah, yeah, answer. yeah. Is chocolate milk for kids? Are you wondering if it's okay for your child to drink chocolate milk? If your child enjoys drinking chocolate milk, rest easy. Drinking real dairy milk, including chocolate milk, provides many healthy benefits to kids and can be a part of a healthy diet for them. I mean, but look at what it got you. You're lactose intolerant now. Maybe it was all that chocolate milk that you were drinking. Maybe, so maybe a bad. person just has a certain amount of chocolate milks that they can have in their lifetime and you just used up I all told, of yours. I would buy that. I totally used mine up. In your childhood. Yeah. That's why, like, it could have happened for you in your 40s, but... You decided. How close do you think you guys are if there is like a cap of how much dairy you can eat or ingest? How close to the threshold do you think you are? I don't have, I only have cheese. I never drink glasses of milk. I don't remember the last time I did. I don't, I've never, my family wasn't one that was like, as a kid, like, drink your milk. Nah. Mm -mm. That's why my bones are so like this. Yeah, you do have really floppy bones. Yeah, I have floppy bones. Thanks. (laughs) What, What about you guys? Like, what's the cutoff to drinking milk? Yeah, like, if there is a threshold, how close to the threshold do you think you are? Um, the threshold is I'm not drinking milk. I'm drinking almond milk, oat milk. <laughs> I feel like that's the adult thing to do. You grow up and you drink nut milk. That's the adult thing do. you do. You chat, grow up and drink that. nut No, milk. we're going to not clip that. We're hey, gonna clip do that a, chat. Clip that chat. We're going to pick up right here. Monica, <laughs> I think, we're going to hey, pick we'll up right, right here. Back. Yeah, yeah. I think the right thing to do is <laughs> As you grow older, we just drink almond milk. Dude, that, no, you just don't use that. I'm not going to. That's going to be your new Instagram bio. Nut milk drinker? No, no, no. I'm an adult. I drink nut milk. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, almonds are a seed, so. They're not know. a seed. I don't know. I made that up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Totally. Okay. No, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I don't drink milk. I, even like. You like. Since, you since like our nut? actual uh, episode about cereal, uh, where we talked about our top cereals. Like, I usually don't eat cereal, but I've been like eating cereal lately. Oh, really? Oh. What yeah. kind of cereal? Just uh, actually, because crunch? of the episode, um, my my partner Daisy she went out and got Captain Crunch, no berries. Okay, and that's oh, and that's good. entered my top three because she was okay. like, "Well, because of the podcast, I'm craving." So we went, we got it delivered. You know, Instacart yearly membership, <laughs> and uh, it's it's the lactose free milk. Okay, that's what we have. Lactate. Lactate. Okay, yeah, yeah. Lactate the is red a brand. one or the blue one. The blue one. Okay, is well, it yeah. blue in the two percent? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I just go the lactose, you know, whatever brand. I'm not gonna say lactate because you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Word. Yeah, but I just had to know. I just had to know what was in your cart. But other than that, it's I like almond milk. I'm actually gonna try to try to make it. What try about macadamia? Oh, you've been talking about that. Yeah, this is the second time I brought it up. Yeah, huh? yeah. You... I want to make almond milk so bad. Macadamia has a very specific taste. It's a little too like I love oat milk. Thicker. Oat milk and, and macadamia nut milk, they have a very, like, nutty taste. It's It feels like it's water, more watery, too, for some reason. Yeah, they also put, like, 
uh, my buddy Judd is a nurse, and he talks about how uh, the gum that they put in oat milk, um, xanthan gum, to, yeah, to make it a more milk consistency, isn't that good for you. And so, mm-hmm. if you don't need to drink, like I need to drink oat milk or almond milk. He's like, if you don't need to drink oat milk, like, wait, why do you need to drink oat milk or almond milk? I can't have regular milk. But why do you need to drink? Why do you need to drink any type of milk? The protein for my chocolate milk. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you said need the way you said need. I thought you were saying like like a dietary. It was like a diet. Like I need like people that are like I need to have vitamin D in the morning. Yeah. The way you said it was like I need. Why well, do feel that way? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> what about you, Monica? What's your what's your yeah? What's your milk? Are you at that point? Are you drinking milk or not? <laughs> you love milk, don't you? I don't really drink milk. Really? What do you eat with your cereal? I rarely eat cereal. Dude. But if you were, if you were, whatever we have at the house. So, so it's milk. She's drinking. Yeah. She's you drink milk. The two percent. She's drinking milk. The two percent. Wow, you Ew. tried to lie for a little bit. You damn. You're here supporting big milk. Yeah. Just think about it. Straight from the teeth. Utter. Straight from the straight utter. From the utter. That's you. <laughs> it's all we have. Dude, that was perfect. Okay, we're not ganging up on Monica from Elk. Let's move forward. All right, all right, fine. Stop ganging up on me. <laughs> no, Monica really pulled her weight today. She was moving around all the cabinets and stuff you see behind you. Oh, she Is did it... this. Yeah, let's talk about the set. Yeah, let's oh, talk yeah. about the set. Do you guys let's like see. the rug? I just, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, who are you looking at? <laughs> I don't know if you're talking to us or the cameras. Yeah, no, that was to the audience. Actually, was to the audience. oh, okay. Okay, I wasn't okay, asking well, you guys. Okay, it doesn't matter what we think. I don't want to know your opinion on the rug. It's not like we answered the call when Chola was picking it out and we chose it. So, uh... what do you mean? I, I responded to the little text. Oh, okay. I said, I, I, I don't know if we need a rug right now. <laughs> well, what do you think? Now that, now that it's in here and that you see it, we'd probably maybe the rug is a good idea. The rug is a good idea. And it also, I think, helps with the light as well because it's a light carpet and so not a gray a little, carpet. Yeah, a little levity, a little levity there. We love some light in here. Yeah. Yeah, we set this up halfway. It was like half already done. Whoever set this up originally, they suck and they totally did it wrong. Okay. I don't know who that person is. But I'm it wasn't so set up. It, wasn't, it already wasn't built. But it was, it, was, it was built wrong. Yeah. You did that, bro. No, no, no. I've had to fix what they did. Yeah, you we did. fixed no, you it. Did. Yeah, we fixed it. She'll help. She'll screwing and shit. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah. But are you proud of what you did? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just assembling it. What do you want to put in there? Do you want to put books? Do you want to put action figures? I have a little. What do you think you know Rob the robot? Yeah. From Smash Nintendo. You can go right there. Okay. And what about this Enlightened Strike? Where do you want to eventually? Oh, it's going in my door? room. Oh, okay. So wait, this the set's not even gonna get to keep this. this no, no, no. I just wanted to show you what I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that's mine. No, no, no. no. This, oh, that's okay, mine. okay. Well, then in that case, I did actually bring something that can stay on the set. I suppose. Oh, you have a gift. Yeah, it's not really a gift. I suppose it's just something that was behind. It was like I hung it up behind a door. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, oh, I guess I can. So yeah, so every, come. <laughs> yeah. Well, it actually it tied into something that we were doing last week and something okay. that I was gonna bring in this week. <laughs> Bless you. I went to thank you. I coughed. Oh, I thought you were like. Just take the blessing, bro. Yeah, what the heck? yeah. Just be blessed. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Why? Uh, I went to New York. Bro, Jesus loves you. Sorry, you went to New York. And and uh, on, I was there for two days. The first day I had work, but the second day before my flight, I wanted to go check out the Starry Night because it's one of my favorite paintings. That's in New York. It's in New York right now. Yeah, it, it was literally the last day. Oh, it was the last around? day that it was. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, I didn't yeah. know that. 
That's um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the Met and uh, the Met Museum where it was, but they, I had to wait in the line, a two-hour line, a digital line, thankfully. Like I just oh, had to, oh, while yeah, I was there yeah. entering. So I was walking around at some of the exhibits and there was this woman, Cecily Brown, mm-hmm. um, who had an exhibition there and I love her art and I wanted to put up some of it as well as because she had a whole a whole theme of vanities and similar to what we were talking about what last that, week with the Kendrick mean? Lamar what like, mean, you know vanity? a vanity like a like a mirror vanity yeah yeah mirror? like sitting down at a mirror like yeah, this yeah, woman yeah. right here gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. is she has a lot of paintings of women or people sitting at mirrors um and also if you kind of look at the photo larger it kind of depicts a skull saying oh, that, like yeah, yeah. death is ever present um and it kind of reminded me of the of the sing about me Kendrick verse that we were talking uh, about where he was saying yeah. yo sometimes I look in the mirror and think about you know if I'm gonna die what she was saying is like even <clears throat> even at times where I feel most beautiful or whatever whatever I do I have I this fascination death. of this like uh, wow. death that's and, really cool <clears throat> and this one in particular is a um is a co- uh, not yeah it is a copy of a, of a Charles Allen Gilbert painting of the same name um it's this one right here what's it called at the top i put it i wrote it is it's no no sorry uh, oh, it's called all is vanity so mm. see that's the original one if you zoom in a little yeah, bit can you zoom in one again um you can see it's a woman sitting at her vanity looking and it's a it's a little bit clearer the skull but I just fell in love with this is the original painting, um, and you see like the teeth are all of the little. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a cool. I I really like this painting. I I honestly like uh, Cecily's version a little bit more. I like hers more. Her as well. her style is really fantastic. I like she how the skull's this... a little bit more subdued. Like it's not just like oh this is a skull. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was. This is the same painting. This is her version of the painting. She was really obsessed with this angle of of women, this three-quarters angle where unless you look in the mirror, you can't tell if that woman is a little girl or an old woman. Oh, wow. From from the back right there. From the yeah, this three-quarters uh-huh. almost like what what is that? Not a French over, but it's kind of similar, a similar Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, French over she more their face, but that's yeah, but, yeah, for sure. But yeah, she was she was really obsessed with this angle. That's so cool. And, and that picture I took, I got to see it in person. So it was it was pretty cool, and it reminded me of of the Kendrick Lamar talk and of a painting like a, a watercolor that I have, um, that I have. Yeah. So let me. Oh, this is the Death Note one. Yeah. So so for this one. Wow. Also a skull. But inside the skull, you have you like you my no, no. You can just you can just tell it. Okay. But like inside here, you have Ryuk. Yeah, Ryuk is there. Light is there. Light is there. Where's L? L is. Oh, dude, their eyes are like L is right here, right or something. This looks like maybe it's L, his hand or something. Wait, let's see. I can't tell. Maybe he's not even here. Yeah, he might not be in it. Oh dude. yeah, because like this is the other Shinigami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang, that's insane. Yeah, we got Ryuk on the side, kind of, it looks like, I love how he's perched just so casually in the skull. Ryuk says, is it Shinigami or Shikigami? Shinigami. Shinigami, yeah, Shikigami is, is, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Wait, I think Monica, was it Monica that was saying, 
that Grimes song? Were you? Wait, you weren't the. Someone was telling me about this song by Grimes, Elon Musk's. Oh yeah, yeah, ex-wife, uh, ex-wife who makes like what? What type of music? Girlfriend. Is it? It's like it's it's like techno, some sort of. And she has a song called Shinigami Eyes. Oh really? Wow. It's so wow to me to how... die, Shinigami, or something oh, like that. Oh, whoa. But anyways. It's um, so yeah, weird to me how anime is just, like, so popular now. People love it. It's so good. It was so lame when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oshun, Oshun and all her homies watch anime and stuff like that. They're yeah. all into Haikyuu, all into... Oh, I told you about how I played volleyball for the first time? Yeah. Dude. I was just shouting out like Iron Wall Dataku <sighs> and like blocking shit. I was doing my uh amazing serves. I'd never served before and did like the jump serve. It was so awesome. It felt so good to like every time I jumped up, I was like, To be fly. Is it particularly hard? The jump serve? Yeah. Dude, it's it just feels so weird because like you throw the ball up and then I don't know exactly how to hit it i just was trying to emulate what they do in the show you know they throw their arms back and then like um super hard the first time i hit it um i like to think i'm a pretty coordinated person the first time i threw it up and hit it it just went like straight huh. to the left like not even anywhere near didn't get over the net at all and then the second time i did it um it was perfect okay it was an ace and then i'd say about 70 percent of the time after that i only served probably like 10 times i was able to do a really good one. Do you guys, like when we played in high school, you would kind of like go in a triangle formation. So all of you guys would serve sometimes. Some of you guys would be at the net. Did you guys play like there's, that? No? Yeah, yeah. You rotate. There's six people on the court. So there's three up front, three in the back. Okay. And then whenever it the ball changes possessions, you like... Go clockwise or whatever? You go clockwise one. So it's like... Yeah, we know what clockwise is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was sick. It was super, super fun. And you won. Of course. Who was your opponents? Uh, high school girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, I've never played volleyball before, and that's like their thing. That's their thing. Just oh, they they were on the volleyball. They're team. volleyball players. Okay, I thought yeah, you were yeah. just saying just broad they strokes. To, they high a little, school girls, or that's their thing. Oh volleyball. no, 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 you don't know. They seemed a little disgruntled that um, I was like. You know, well, because I, I know you, you were there going, Oh my god, this is my first time. <laughs> what? Oh my god, I've never even done this before. Yeah, and of course, yelling out, Rolling oh, yeah. Thunder, Rolling Thunder. So, yeah, I would be a little disgruntled as well. Yeah, I was sick though with your they, USA hat and these glasses. I would, yeah, dude, I was like, It would be so awesome. They would like jump up and go like, ah, like as they're grunting, they'd spike the ball and I'd just be sitting right there and I'd be like, what ready to get it. It was sick. It was my first time there. If you want to pull up, to, I don't know where it is. I got driven there. But if you pull up to uh, gym, volleyball, volleyball gym. <laughs> I really don't know where it was. I literally just hopped in a car and they're like, we're going to go play volleyball. And I was like, okay, cool. Okay. Yeah. How random. Yeah. Yeah, it was super random. I was just like hanging out with some friends house playing Smash. They're like, hey, we're going to go play volleyball. And I was like, Okay, I guess I'm going. Like, I'm not going to sit at your house while you're gone. So I played in jeans and flannel. Fuck shit up. Yeah, I got a video of you in a Target with your shirt off. Completely you, off? I mean, you were wearing a flannel, but you oh. had no shirt on underneath. <laughs> it was hot. It was wildly inappropriate <laughs> for a Target. 
You're I, checking out. I genuinely think that should be a little bit, like, that should be allowed more. Why? I don't know. If it's kind of hot and I want to wear, like, just my flannel and just have, like, the middle of my, like, just this. I mean, out. I guess, like, you're saying the law should open up about it or just society, society should open just up society about it. society should open up about it. I don't think it's, I don't think being shirtless is as big of a deal as like people make it out to be like the whole no shirt, no shoes, no service thing. Or I don't. Yeah. Really but it's just it. like, you don't, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not even really the issue that I have with it. It's more just the like, kind of like your skin is touching the rest of the world out and about like the shirt was created not as a stylish thing. It was created as like a protective thing. Like, I'm sure in caveman but we, times. But we don't use it as a protective. Like, you're not wearing that jacket because you're like, ah, oh, it's got padding for my farm. Right, you wear that you jacket because no, it looks cool. Right, but I'm wearing a shirt because, because I don't what? want anything to touch my body while I'm out and about. What, and would, that's, what, what would touch dirt in this any, line? In are, this are, line. You, are you kidding? What do you mean am Mustard I Mustard eating a fucking hot dog or anything? <laughs> okay, they have Mustard. napkins for that. You get it out of your... Ranch, <laughs> ranch. Wait, okay, you guys just naming more condiments. <laughs> this isn't, this isn't Wet ranch from Wingstop. Water ranch. A Polynesian. What do you mean? Dirt. Uh, <laughs> you getting said in dirt the car, earth. sweat like bugs. Like, oh, like I don't know. It just... That happens anyways. Gnats. If you're if you're gonna right, sweat, you're, sh- you're gonna sweat with a shirt on too. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just it just bothered me. Yeah, yeah. Rebuttal. Nothing. What? No, I I gave my rebuttals and then you just said. You, you, my rebuttals, you just, you just don't like, have a problem with them. That's that's what it is. You said, oh, I just get a napkin for that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that just means that we have... So if you spill mustard on your shirt, I can, you're like, oh, yes, thank God that didn't drip on my belly button. Um, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> generally, generally speaking, I guess, yeah, on the shirt is fine. I could wash the shirt. I just don't, yeah, I don't like the idea of, like, stuff falling on me, my body, yeah. But that's where I wear... We, but you also don't wear underwear, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> this 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 is like just a. I'm like Einstein. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, you just are living on a different. You're living on a different wavelength. No, <laughs> no underwear, no shirt. Lone love was exclusive. Shoe string, shoe string. I think. I, think uh, I don't know. You need to connect with Kanye. <laughs> the two of you need to connect. I like the Jews. The two of you need to connect. Yeah, but you guys, like, I don't know. It just feels like you two would get along. He was just walking around Paris today with no shoes. You, that seems like something that you would totally do. That seems cool. Yeah, you guys should connect. You know that. <laughs> you know they say, uh, well, we like guys. when you're traveling, okay. uh, to get you know on traveling by foot or like traveling like far like ways. airplane, okay. like going to Europe to like go around and walk barefoot, and you like get on that time zone super quickly. Something like the circadian rhythm of walking around like barefoot. Jordan knows what I'm talking about. He's yeah, saying, I've you heard look of like that. I've heard of that. Like, what are you talking about? No, no, no. It's I'm true, just saying, true. like, who has ever done this? Okay, can you guys Google um, if you walk around with? Uh, no, no, uh, no. I'm just saying. I've like, yeah. I guess it's <laughs> one of those things that you could do. <laughs> well, so research shows, like, on the way, or like, if so, so okay. The, oh, like, so, the, so I'm saying. So, so what you're saying is. <laughs> I, the what I imagine is what you what you described to me in my head. I saw someone walking, like from their house to wherever the next house in the destination that they're going to, the whole way barefoot. You're telling me 
if I just am here in Los Angeles before I get to where no. Denmark, where I am, I take off my shoes. <laughs> and then when I'm in Denmark, take off my shoes. And I'm like, oh, no, there we go. I'm set. Like, you're like, no, no, it's not like a pretentious thing. No, no, no. When you, you keep your shoes on okay. in Los Angeles. Yeah. You keep your shoes on on the plane. Okay. When you land in Denmark. Okay. You pull out the dogs <laughs> and you walk around Denmark not like the Denmark airport with the carpet the Denmark stone the grass of Denmark and that will help that. you better accustomed to the to the circadian rhythm yeah it's called grounding after flying <laughs> there's even a term for that's it that's a great that's circadian a great term rhythm for it. helping your sleep wake cycle align with the earth's natural day night cycle so I have a question. Does that wealth of knowledge? <laughs> have you ever taken part in this? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> but I will now. I'm going to Scotland soon. I'll do it there. All right. Researchers b- believe connecting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why, why are you saying yeah. believe? Like that? <laughs> 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 There's a lot of things I believe too, Doc. <laughs> hey, researchers I believe connecting it. directly with the ground stabilizes your circadian <laughs> rhythm. Yo, yo, I'm about to connect your ass with the ground. Yeah, here's an article. <laughs> article, I'll read it. And we'll pull it up right now. And it says, number seven, grounding after flying. Although there, are benefits of, although there are benefits of walking barefoot on grass anytime you do it, the practice of earthing is said to be highly beneficial after flying. In these cases, grounding is said to help restore the body's electrical equilibrium and circadian rhythms, okay. bringing you back to a state <laughs> of natural balance. I hey, you were just it. talking about wanting to be balanced. I, I believe it. I guess it just seems like um, I'm going to need to set a reminder. I'm never going to remember to fucking take off. I'll text you. I'll text you. Right, next, yeah. time, next time you go across the country, like to another country in a different yeah. time zone, I'll text you. All right. That's uh, what a great, I guess, tidbit. What a great life hack. If, if yeah, this, if you have insomnia, just walk barefoot. I mean, in Jacob's defense, I've been hiking and I've seen a lot of people do it barefoot hike barefoot mm-hmm. those are just hippies though <laughs> those are hippies <laughs> no for real I Monica, have, the- <laughs> they're, they, they're like walking like with, with the sticks and they're going like up the hills yeah next time you go to Hawaii okay first thing you do go to the beach put your foot on the sand That's it's a thing right but we is did it that. a circadian rhythm thing that's no. just a Hawaii thing I mean thing. Uh, now I'm tying it to this. Yeah. I believed in it, and now thanks to Jacob and his USA hat, uh, there's, a, there's a name to it. Now and there's a thing. It's called grounding. It's called yeah. electrical equilibrium and circadian rhythms. <laughs> it sounds like I don't know. I'm with it. Well, hey, it thanks, like, Jacob. I don't know. It sounds like bullshit, but <laughs> dude, a lot of things I say sound like bullshit, but they're true. <laughs> Wait, like, take note, guys. Okay, everything I say is true. After the plane ride, so the plane ride to there, I watched on the plane ride from New York to here because I was on my uh, Vincent Van Gogh thing. I watched There's this bit in the movie. Van Gogh ends up going to this facility, this mental facility for a bit where he does a lot of his works. Um, But before he does that, he kind of has this nice moment in fields of grass. Um like just exploring at that point, I guess just as a painter in the late 1800s, he was just like going around walking with his easel and, and set up just in nature wow. and just literally posting up painting or sketching and then going back home and painting off of memory. Um, 
And when I was watching the movie, he had this quote, when facing a flat landscape, I see nothing but eternity. Am I the only one to see it? Existence can't be without reason. Hmm. And because he said eternity, I just figured like, oh, that must be the editor, like title screen. <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, yeah. When facing yeah. a flat landscape, I see nothing but eternity. It was like an interesting moment. He's a painter. I just thought like, oh, landscape or like the horizon, the horizon line. It's just endless. But yeah, I guess. Yeah. When facing a flat landscape, I said, yeah, yeah. So what is that? What does that mean? And that fool cut off his ear because he had mental problems, bro. Because he was hearing stuff. <laughs> Wait, that's why? Yeah, like he was, he thought he was, he was like, I hate, I, I'm hearing all of these voices. I'm hearing all these voices. So oh, but that's not his, how ears work. But yeah, he. Damn. Uh, good thing. Uh, yeah, good thing. I he thought didn't do them at the same time. Dude, what they taught us in school was that Vincent Van Gogh was jealous of like another painter, and he cut off his ear so people would be like, "Oh no, Vincent!" and give him, uh, like attention. That's what I was taught in school. Oh, maybe. I mean, I remember. Well, you as a, I remember, as, the movie a, I remember as a kid, it was like he gave it as a love, a love <laughs> gift. Yeah, I was like, "This freak would take my ear." This. Freak? They probably tried to come up with a lot of different. His temper flared with, oh, okay, never mind. The artist with whom he had been working. Okay, sorry. Vincent Mago cut off his left ear when tempers flared with. I'm going to fuck up his name. Could you zoom in a little bit as well? Paul, Paul Gauguin. Gauguin? Gauguin? Paul Gauguin? Maybe. Uh, the artist whom he had been working for while in Aries. I didn't know Aries was a place. That's all. Al. 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 Never mind. Uh, Van Gogh's illness revealed itself. He began to hallucinate and suffered attacks in which he lost consciousness. During one of these attacks, he used a knife. Damn. That sucks. There's That's a new a theory, too. That's a, a, oh, it's a theory. There's a new theory that just that just came out. Oh, what's no the way. new theory? The new theory is that he was threatened by his brother's engagement. He felt like he was going to lose his attention and his financial support. So he did have a really strong bond with that brother. Yeah. So I just think it's cool that every there's some new Van Gogh theories dropping. Wait, so he cut his ear off? Yeah. So his brother would pay more attention to him? It is a popular belief that he took a razor's ear after an argument, okay, with Paul Gaujun. But a new theory bolsters the idea that Van Gogh's mutilation may have provoked by the news of his brother's engagement in fear of being left alone, penniless, and cut off from his brother's financial support. Mm -hmm. He sliced off his ear. He feared that he would lose his closest companion, a uh, historian said in, in 2016. It's a relatively new theory. Yeah, that um, is new. And he says that his, book, his new book has evidence, including previously unpublished family letters, uh, which proves Van Gogh learned of his brother's news in a letter and it was the same day that he that he cut his ear, ear off. So they tied the uh, receiving of his letter to that to the day that his brother cut uh, his ear off. Do you know what day that was? No, I don't. Just, <laughs> I don't know. You would uh, December twenty third, nineteen <laughs> <laughs> December twenty third, eighteen eighty eight. I don't know why I'm going okay, this. Okay. I don't know why I'm going this deep into this. No, but, it's cool. Yeah, that shit trips me out, bro. Eighteen eighty eight. They didn't know about so many things about in eighteen eighty eight. They didn't know how ears worked. A Apparently lot, didn't yeah. know how ears work. There was no mental health studies. Yeah, that's crazy. No, yeah. We've been was... around the world for thousands and thousands of years, and no one was like, there's probably a name for that fool screaming and shouting right there. No. 
they were just like put him on Kill the island. No, they were just like put him on the island with all the other guys <laughs> screaming. And that was Australia. Shouting. Um but yeah, so that was that was my time in uh when I was in New York. New York. I saw this uh yeah, movie. Did did artists back then, you know, cuz artists now obviously I'm not going to name any contemporary amazing artists cuz I honestly don't know any. Um, <laughs> that are in that no that are in like that circus cir- circuit of you know the upper echelon of fine art Basquiat he's dead oh uh, like an alive one right now yeah that's what I'm saying okay um, well, that's one right here Cecily Brown boom Cecily Brown yeah she's rich okay right but yeah I, I probably yeah at this point yes but it seems like Van Gogh was not at all well, Van- like was 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 art not as or did he not pop off then? Was well, I don't know. It's, like, it's a misconception really that Van Gogh didn't pop off because at the end of his life, like amongst his friends and amongst other artists, he was like considered a really renowned artist. And then, like in the early or in the late years of his life, right before he died, he did put on this art show with a couple of other really big artists, artists at the time, and it was even visited. By the president of France, so I like. I think he was he was definitely an artist, but I don't know. Was was he penniless? I don't know. He might have just been crazy. Like I know they spent five years in this mental facility. Yeah. So, and motherfuckers didn't really stay around. It didn't seem like. Yeah, but she's probably like a millionaire. Because this isn't the art sell for. I mean, art, I know art sells for like tens of millions of dollars, doesn't it? Yeah, it's much different now. Yeah, that you're just saying inflation and not even inflation, just like. Being uh, like back in the day, I like I was watching this video on Van Gogh, and they were saying like he even sold one of his paintings back in four hundred or eighteen hundred, yeah. whatever, for four hundred quid or something like that, which so, is probably insane. So yeah, so yeah. he was he was definitely okay. making money, but he maybe just didn't spend it the best way. Got you. Apparently, one of her pieces have been auctioned off for six point seven million dollars. So that's a that's buy buyer. Yeah. She probably gets what maybe half of that. I don't know. Oh, that's the that's the point right there. Oh, there you go. Another another vanity or like people looking at each other. I like the other one more. Um, skull. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Well, is that like her bread and butter? That's like what no, she No, no. She just had a, she oh, just had just like a, another. Like a couple. Yeah, this oh, is wow, another one of cool. hers. But she has no issue with copying people. She, you know, one of her TED Talks that she was... Like, and it's interesting because I was I was listening to to Tarantino talk too about. I was just going to bring that up. How of, Tarantino does of suggestions to give directors, and he said copy one director, and then copy five directors, and then by and then copy ten directors, and then eventually you'll have your own style. Yeah, you know, after all of that. 
right? You take bits and pieces from different people that, yeah. And this, but this lady straight up is just like, this is my version of that painting. Like, and over the years, of course, she doesn't necessarily have to like hold it up and go like, boo, do, 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 do. But now with all these paintings in her head, she's able to like pull together all of them. It's kind of, I don't know. I guess when you described it, the, who's the original artist? Of that uh, vanity painting? Yeah, You yeah, said it before. I was like, yeah. Charles. Yeah, something. Gar- 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 what's it right there? Charles Allen Gilbert. Charles Charles Allen Gilbert. Like, how I understood it was that she just looked at that painting and just liked the themes and, like, the motifs of that and, like, how it made her feel. And was like, I want to do something similar to that just in my style. Which, I don't know. I don't really see that as just copying. So, for that specific one, she named it the same thing. And called it, like, after Gilbert. Yeah, 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 after after it. For other ones, yeah, she does describe it more as uh, along the lines of what you're saying, where it was just like, ah, this idea was in my head a lot, and I just wanted to Mm -mm. add that and this idea, yada, yada, yada. Mm. But, dude, anyone, we can paint, bruh. I was... See, even abstract stuff like that, it'll appear right here. (laughs) Um, That seems so hard to do. What she does and what she was saying is she actually removes layers. She adds a lot of layers and she likes to like kind of scrape paint oh. off and reveal under it. Like if you look at her work in person and also uh, Van Gogh, they're like such textured paintings. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love a good textured painting. The one you sent with the, uh, the field of grass yeah. was so cool. The Van Gogh one was awesome. Yeah, the Van Gogh one was. Yeah, was, that one right there cypresses it was called van gogh cypresses and it was basically this he one of his big motif is the cypress which is which is um symbolizes death in a lot of cases the and, cypress yeah the cypress and it also the in, grass or no the cypress tree. yeah the cypress is that dark tree in the back yeah, yeah. and in the other one it's the tree in the in why the does main that focus. represent monica we go to the uh the one before this one that's just that's just the cypress tree why, why does that represent death? The cypress represents death because it connects both the ground to the sky and and heaven and the ground. And uh, ah. that's why, like, in this painting and in The Starry Night, it kind of shoots from the, from the ground into the heavens. Oh, like the tree just goes to the top of the painting. Um, yeah. And <laughs> this, this one is, I don't know, something's happening, but, but yeah. In in literally the yeah the the I guess from earth to heaven yeah oh that's cool when he was painting the starry night like so this is off of memory he at this time of painting the starry night he had lived in this mental facility Mm -hmm. his room like this the study was this view right here right he a lot of his paintings at that time were of this view of these like rolling this like slanted rolling uh, landscape like, landscape with a couple of trees. This was the view outside of his study. Oh, wow. And he was only there during in the France? daytime. Yeah, in, mm-hmm. in south of France. And okay. he was only there during the daytime. So this was off of memory in his room. What it would look like. What it would look like at night. Whoa. Um, and this kind of circle spiral right here, like everyone... Everyone uh, like attributes the the amazingness of this painting with the fact that he was kind of able to capture wind, like what yeah. wind looks like 
in a painting, which was something at that point. I mean, in the late no 1800s, yeah. people were like, what the fuck? How did he do that? And this this actual image right here, right, of these kind of two of that big wind in the middle looks eerily similar to one of his scientist friends who he was like who he was homies with back in the day who kind of discovered one of our one of the galaxies nearby um and like a galaxy shape that looks almost Very exactly like that, like that. Oh, and he wow. wrote a book about it at the same time so people are saying maybe this guy like maybe it wasn't just wind maybe he was alluding to, to like this galaxy? is the stars and the galaxy oh, and stuff wow. like that but, his style, this, I, I'm still building the Lego, but I have a Lego of it that eventually oh, yeah, I'll yeah. be able to hang we'll up here. in here. Yeah, but it's sick. That's it. That's it. Um, and yeah, that's that was it. I, I, I'm so glad that I got to see it. I don't know where it's going to be at next. Um, but this was August, bruh. It's already September yeah, by the time wild. this episode comes out. I'm going to pay my credit card. about to be the end of the year, bruh. Um, and it's just flying by. This year really flew by. I was just talking to um, my little brother, and I was, he was like, "Oh yeah, I remember in Japan this and that." And I was like, "Oh dang, that was, that was this year." Yeah. Like I went to, it feels so long ago, but yeah, I don't know. It just feels like time blew by at the same time. I don't want to get to be like thirty, be like, uh, you know, time just doesn't pass the way it used to. It's so fast now, you know. It is like. Are you guys like that, Jordan and Monica? That's exactly. I'm right. not thirty. I'm thirty. <laughs> Yeah, Monica's like I'm literally three years older than you. I'm, I'm thirty, and I that's how I talk. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, just times is flying by. And I, just, like, I really do anymore. feel it though. What? I know I don't want to feel it. Right, but it's just like, yeah. but that's just time. That's just you're just feeling time. I want to be Peter Pan. You turn twenty five, and then it's suddenly don't say that I'm twenty three. Goes even faster. No, no, <laughs> stop. No, I think about like the time that has passed and. Like, 20 seems so long ago, but then it's, like, I also look forward to, like, the next 10 or 15 yeah. years. And then I'm like, oh, dude, I got a long time to go until I'm that old. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It's fun. Getting older is fun. I will say that. As, as the one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Getting older is fun. <laughs> um, I like having children. Being able to have a beard and not get carded. Show! Fun. It's fun. That wasn't a shot. I was oh, like, encouraging you. You're, you're going to go through your second puberty. What? You ain't I'm encouraging. never going to get a beard, hey. Jordan. It's never going to happen. No, you can't encourage that facial hair. Jacob, you're going to go through your second puberty, and then you're going to wake up <laughs> oh, yeah. 25, and then it's going to start growing out. Yeah, second puberty. Is that that's real? It's, it's a real thing. And I mean, then I'll, then I'll be... The one that's when coming you guys in right now, the, the thing that you got going on right now definitely is facial hair. All right? And you purposely shave your chin or you don't have to shave your chin yet. Do you think Sholo's already <laughs> gone through? <laughs> what? Dude, of the two you, of you. You thought I was like just shaving my chin? Yeah, so that no, you No, there's just nothing. There's I think Sholo's going through his second puberty right now. Yeah, I think I so think too. You went through it. I think you're, yeah. Your face fills out more. Or you find like yourself just like filling into like an adult body. I think I? it was literally wrapping season four of a show <laughs> that you were on that I looked at you. Okay. And I remember a moment looking at you and going, dang, you look. He's in his second like puberty. More manly. Like you don't look like a you're, little boy. You're, you're, you're. No, dude. When I met you, you looked like me. You were a baby face, like gangly little skinny kid. 
I mean, if you look at pictures of both of us from the first season, we both look distinctly older. No. Don't get, oh, give yourself yeah, some yeah. credit, bro. Uh, no, I don't know about <laughs> this guy. <laughs> every, dude, Mary, every single time we talk about how everyone's changed, she's like, oh my God, yeah, and Gianni looks so different. Jacob, you look the exact same. Like, you look the exact same. I'm like, okay, good. Say I'm a man. Say I'm a man. But one day. You're, 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 all right, let's end the episode. You want to wrap us up? Thanks so much for listening, guys. This is the Lone Lobos Podcast. You can check us out on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, and Facebook. We're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter or Facebook. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever <laughs> you get your podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening. Check it out. Like, comment, subscribe. Turn on notifications. Oh, rate that, that podcast. Rate the podcast. Rate oh, yeah, yes. Rate it. For you listening, rate it. rate it like you rate your favorite restaurant. Just go in there. Yeah. Give us five stars. Yeah. You know, stop playing. Yo. Our server, Jordan, was delightful. We yeah. loved. That's what you should write. Just write about your server, Jordan, and Monica. Yes. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as if we're a restaurant. Yeah. So we know that you follow these instructions. Your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your come from? Your, in New York, yeah. bro? Your, your. This episode of Lone Lobos is a Lone Lobos production produced by Monica Tamayo and JMKM with intro music by Nicholas Gray. Like what you hear? Check us out on Instagram at Lone Lobos. <laughs>